So guys, when it comes to personal branding, you've heard me talk about this all the time, but the question remains, does it actually work? Yeah, Adam, you've done this stuff and created this brand and become a speaker and all this, and that's great for you, but will it help me? And guys, that's the reason I'm sharing all this stuff, sharing the process that's helped. And while a lot of you had, have had a lot of great response and you've had a lot of great connections where it makes sense, there's some people that actually take these concepts and run with them to a deeper level. They don't just say, will this work? They take the plan and work the plan. And that's where the results come from. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. And today, guys, I'm super excited because I have literally my first client in the Script Your Brand e-course who is just blowing up, not just in social media, but in her career as a pharmacist. And I am super excited because she is just a rock star, not just on social, but just as a person. I think you guys will fall in love with her personality, with her message, and with what her personal brand is. Uh, today, we're inviting to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, Dr. Sierra Richard, who has been on before talking about residency life. But today, we're going to talk about how she's taken her passion and her skills, merging them to create her point of purpose, and then leveraging that to serve her audience and effectively script her brand. Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, my friend. Thank you so much. That's quite the introduction for me to live up to. <laughs> I try. Hey, I try. But it's all real talk. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the stuff that I promote and the people that I help, it, it makes sense. It might give you the warm fuzzies, but it's not going to do jack unless you put it into practice. So straight up, all the credit goes to you because you're the one that's putting in the work. You're the one that's working the plan. And that's, that's what I always say, like the best plan works when you work the plan the best. And I think that's what you've effectively been doing. Now, for those of you who don't know you, First off, where have y'all been? Come on now, get up on the gram and follow her. But seriously, um, give us some insight into when you first got this idea of a personal brand and really what your thoughts were initially with that and just walk us through like how you got that started, what you tried and kind of the feel, the results that you had back in the day pre-Crazy pre Adam Man. <laughs> I wish I would have found you sooner because I started out, it was in... August of, I guess it would be 2018, um, that was when I decided that I wanted to make a personal brand, and it was because I really started watching YouTube. My husband always loved YouTube. I started dipping my toes into watching YouTube videos, and I found a lot of people who were sharing about women's health and how to live a healthy lifestyle, and they were giving away just flat-out false information, you know, promoting fat burners and detox teas is that's the way to fix everything, and it just drove me crazy because I'm like, there are proven ways to do this, but that's not it. And so those things really resonated with me that I have all this information that I learned in pharmacy school that could really help these women and none of that was getting portrayed in a lot of the big YouTube videos. That's not what was being told. So for me, it was, I have the knowledge that could help these people. So I wanted to help them. So that's when I first decided 
Um, I waited months before I actually did anything. Watched a lot of YouTube videos about how to start a YouTube channel. Um, tried to figure out what name I wanted to use. And so I would figure out, you know, what hasn't been done, what kind of fit my brand, and worked with a lot of my friends and family to come up with Happy Farm Life. And so then I made a name, and I still didn't have a YouTube channel. So, and it took me till November to actually start a channel, and I didn't post another video until January of 2019. And that's because when I made the YouTube channel, I realized I didn't even know how to record a video, how to edit a video, how to upload a video. I knew had to buy editing software because I didn't know how to edit a video and realized that I didn't have the software to do it. So I did all of that and then posted my first video in January of 2019. And if you want some inspiration, you can go to my channel and watch <laughs> that first video. Um, I'm actually going to do this every year um, just to remind myself of how far I've grown. I did it last year. I'm going to do it again this year. And then look at the videos I'm doing now. They're totally different, um, much better quality. Um, I've upgraded some of my equipment and stuff, but the whole point was I got started. And I started posting those videos, but I was all over the place because I did start getting recommendations from people who knew me. And they were recommending that I do stuff about pharmacy, which wasn't really the things I wanted to do, but I'm like, oh, somebody wants this, so I'm going to do it. And so then I started going all over the place. Um, and you can kind of see that in my past videos that I was doing stuff about this brand. And then I was doing a video about residency. And then I was doing this other video. and It was just all over the place. Um, during this time, I started posting stuff on Instagram because I had like 400 people who knew me on Instagram. So I was like promoting it to them, promoting this on Facebook. So really, it was only people who I knew that were seeing this stuff. And then I became a resident and I still posted, but it was all over the place. Um, and inconsistent on when I could do it. I tried to be as consistent as possible, but you know, residency life is a little rough. <laughs> um, and I sometimes tried to do too much in a week and then I wouldn't post at all. And then in December of 2019, I started to decide that I wanted to actually get serious about this because I let all the stressors in residency um, kind of shift me away from that, which you can listen to the other podcasts I did with Adam. I kind of talk about that. But in December, I really got focused on what I wanted and made it a goal that I was going to really commit to my personal brand. And then somehow during that time is when I found Adam's page. And he was talking about the personal brand. Yeah, I went to his webinar on his scripture brand and I immediately purchased it. I was like, this is what I need. Um, I had purchased another kind of mastermind course and it was on Instagram and it was helping, but there was like something missing and I just couldn't quite get all of those pieces to fit into play. Um, and that's what became different with the scripture brain course. So really in March when I started the scripture brain course, um, and like I purchased, I think it was March or June, I don't remember, May, somewhere in that area. Residency's all blur. Um, but once I purchased it, that's when I got very serious. And at the time, I had like roughly 800 people following me on Instagram. And I really started working the things that were in there and getting focused on what I wanted to do and refocusing on that passion, which was the women's health space. It wasn't telling people how I got to you know, through residency, that's not what I wanted to focus on. Um, I really wanted to focus on helping those women, the reason that I started this in the first place. 
so that's what I focused on and have been focused on. And part of that was I decided I was going to commit to posting daily. And in order to do that, I decided to do a September self-care challenge to kind of refocus and relaunch my brand. And that was a very hard 30 days. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot of things doing that challenge. First off, I learned who was really passionate about the things that I was talking about within my brand. I grew a lot during that time because I was really resonating with people because I was giving them the same type of content every single day and something that they could rely on. And I continued that. I've been posting every single day since um, on Instagram and really seeing the benefits of that and really focusing in on what I wanted to talk about, which is the women's health space. While it was very difficult to figure out how I was going to post every day, I did a lot of work a couple weeks ahead of time to get those posts ready to go. It helped me figure out how to make a consistent content calendar. It helped me figure out how to batch my content so I could get that amount of content out. Um, I am an overnight uh, clinical pharmacist in pediatric and women's health. So I work seven days on and seven days off. So my seven days on, I'm basically sleeping in at the hospital and maybe getting some food in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, so it's really important that I batch my content in order to get that stuff out to people. So learning how I could do all of that was incredibly important to me. And yeah, that's where I'm kind of at now and seeing um, this crazy amount of growth. I was telling you I was like at 800 when I started the Scripture Brand course. I am now at like 2,050 subscribers somewhere or followers on Instagram. I've seen growth in my YouTube. But more than that, I have seen engagement. And that, I think, is more important than the number of subscribers or followers I have people who are messaging me every single day. I have people commenting on my posts, asking questions, um, really building a community, which was important to me, and why I did the um, September self-care challenge so I could help build that community. Um, And it's been really awesome to meet some of the amazing women that I've been able to meet through this process. So, so stoked for, I'm just like, my, my face hurts. I'm like smiling the whole time because as your coach and just seeing the work that you're doing, there's a few other things that I noticed you're doing very well. And I guess you could say side effects of the process. So you hit on one really big one, and that is that you're building community because while it's somewhat easy, one can say, to make a post or reshare or something like that. And by the way, I think 99% of your stuff's original, if not 100%. It's all custom. You make it yourself. So that takes an effort. But the, the key is you actually care. And you know that because you're consistent. And I think that's the biggest key that people miss with their brand. And quite honestly, it's something that I missed really bad when I started because I was like, ooh, a food picture. Ooh, exercise. Ooh, something funny. Ooh, a theme. All over the place. And it created confusion. But once I got focused on what my purpose was, there started to become just what you pointed out. There started to become a community because you had a through line. You had a consistent lens of focus that you put all your content through, and that's women's health. And guess what? You started to attract women who are interested in health. Oh, my goodness, right? And I think that's the biggest value when you said engagement because people see that you're consistent, one, you care and you, they can rely on you. 
because people are not going to send a DM or comment on a post when you never respond or they look and see all these comments, but there's never a response from you. So it takes work, it takes consistency, and you're building trust and community by being that authority figure in your space because you're staying in your lane. The other thing that I've noticed based on the content, and I know this because of the type of content, the amount of uh, risk that you're doing as far as putting yourself out there and trying new things, is your confidence is exploding from when I, just from what I can see as an outsider perspective. Your confidence, not only in social media, but most importantly as a pharmacist and in all other areas of your life. And once you get that confidence, then you're able to push yourself even further, doing crazy things like a whole month challenge, which when I first heard that, by the way, I was so freaking impressed. I'm like, wow, she's really going for it. Like, this is badass. So mad props to that. But I'm, I'm just curious if you can touch on, you, you went on this with a personal brand perspective. And I'm curious to see if you've seen benefits outside of just social media, but in your life as a pharmacist, uh, as a wife, as just a woman working on your own health. Because it, for me, whenever I launched The Fit Pharmacist, I started to do it for not myself, but for a community. I started to realize that there's people that depend on me. And if I don't feel like it, if I'm tired and don't want to do it, that's letting other people down. So that holds me to a higher standard, which pushes me to drive myself to a higher level. And I'm just curious if you have noticed that same kind of thing or if you wanted to touch on those. So one thing um, I think that has been a really big motivating factor for me is I don't have kids of my own, but I have a lot of little cousins and I have one poor boy cousin, but I have a lot of little cousins that are girls. And those girls look up to me and one of them actually follows me on YouTube and follows me on Instagram. And so I think when you talked about that lens that you put them through, um, part of it is, would this post be something that's appropriate for her to see? Um, she's a teenager. I want to be somebody who is a good influence on her, but also teach her, you know, about her health and about, you know, being able, you know, being a woman doesn't stop you from doing anything. And so for me, that's part of my motivation. Um, and that is the lens that I put that through because that's what I want to be to them. They call me Aunt Cereal. I want to be the best Aunt Cereal that I can for them. <laughs> um, I'm not their aunt, nor I, I mean, the cereal thing is a long story, but you know, I want to do that for them. You know, how I can still serve my audience, but also make sure whenever it's through that lens, that it's something that she's able to see and enjoy too. Um, so that is one of the things that's important to me. And as far as my confidence goes, I stepped into the women's health and peds job coming from a pediatric residency. And I loved the women's health side. I had worked at the hospital I'm currently at when I was an intern. And I really enjoyed that. And I missed that a lot whenever I was just doing pediatrics. And so when I came in, I was a little hesitant about the women's health service. And I realized once I got there and was talking with them that they had a lot of errors happening because they didn't have somebody consistently following them. And that was just because, you know, COVID happens, they were down pharmacists, you know, the budget, that sort of thing. So as an overnight pharmacist, I you know, had a little bit more time between orders. So I've actually taken over clinically monitoring all of those patients. I usually have between 20 to 30 women's health service patients a night that I will go ahead and do chart reviews. 
um, depending on what the issue is, if it's something that needs to be addressed immediately, I will wake up a resident. Um, I try not to wake them up, though. Usually <laughs> I will write it down, pass it off to somebody in the morning. Um, so I don't have to wake up the residents because they need sleep too. But I am going through and I'm finding things that can really help these women who are in there, you know, duplicate therapies. Or uh, in one case last week, I found something that had popped positive on the results the day before and had just gotten missed that needed to be addressed with a medication. And so I got that medication on board. And those are the types of things that I don't know that I would have been confident in one taking on or doing had I not done this personal brand um, as much as I have. And so that's made a huge difference in my job. As far as my role as a wife, me getting to the point that I understand um, my job better. And I also struggle with, um, I was, I'm a little bit of a workaholic. I'm not going to lie. No. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I, but I'm used to that because as a student, as a resident, um, you just work all the time. And so I've learned through this brand how to do my things with my brand. And then this is my cutoff point And this is my day and my time with my husband. And so that is not affecting our relationship. And I'm really doing it um, in different times. But also when I need help, um, it's grown us a lot stronger because my husband is my biggest supporter of my brand. I would have to say he yeah. is there for every milestone, whether it was the first person to subscribe, which was my grandma, <laughs> you know, my 2000 followers on Instagram. Like he's been there through it all. He's helped me on the technology side. He is a geek squad manager. So he knows all kinds of fun stuff about the tech side of things. And is super helpful there. So it's also become another way for us to connect in a lot of ways because I'll talk to him. Okay. Here's my big idea that I want to do. How can I make that happen? And he's the one who helps make it happen. Um, he's helped me so, so much in this. So it's affected a lot of my life too, from the fitness side of things, because I do want to be that role model. I said just for my cousins, but for also the people who follow me, I also try to be very honest about that on my page. But I do try to work out consistently. I do try to eat healthy on a regular basis because if I'm telling people, hey, you need to be healthy, I'm going to be implementing those that I'm telling them. So anytime I'm posting about mental health or physical fitness or anything like that, I'm also implementing that in my own personal life, which kind of is a good way to, you know, have somebody backing me up and holding me accountable. So I actually do those things because it is hard. It is hard to do those things in your personal life. So having that personal brand has affected multiple areas of my life that I never expected. Um, even if you had told me when I started your scripture brand course that I would be where I am right now in my life, I would have been like, are you really sure that this is how <laughs> my life's going to look? Um, but it is. And here I am. So I'm glad I did it. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. And from what I've heard, um, you started with this idea. And, and I think people come from two different lanes. One is I had a great mentor and I want to pay it back because I saw the impact that had. Or I didn't have one. And now I realize how much easier that would have made my life, how, how great it would have felt uh, to have someone knowing that there's someone in my corner. So I want to be the mentor I didn't have. 
Without a doubt, the number one source of stress and anxiety when it comes to building your personal brand has to do with content. And I'm talking about all the things, when to post, how to post, what platforms are gonna be best for your content, your hard work to take off, what is your audience looking for, where are they hanging out, what sort of strategy do you need in order to take your passion and turn that into purpose, helping other people achieve their goals. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, and like there's so much to do and know that it's not even worth the anxiety, stop. Because this was me years ago, and I have helped so many people across the world build their personal brand using the clarity and confidence from what I have developed and sharing with you now. This is your 2021 personal brand content calendar. I've spent the last several months creating this for you, and guess what? It's totally free. It's a resource to help you get your wheels in alignment so that you can take all of your passion and skills and get centered on your focus to building your brand. If you want a copy, go to thefitpharmacist.com slash content calendar to get yours today. This is the resource you've been looking for to allow you to dispense your full potential. End the confusion on content and get started to script your brand. Once you accept that role, that's responsibility and integrity. So you wanna make sure that you're putting out good content, which was one of the reasons you started your brand in the first place. Because all the Insta celebs that were putting out trash and I know you also follow Dr. Nadolsky, who loves talking about this stuff. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I digress. My favorite. Oh, yeah, he's legit. Yeah. Um, I digress. So when you start realizing, okay, I really need to find this good content, fact-based, all that stuff, that forces you to create competence, knowing the stuff you're putting out. Once you get more competent in your material, that filters into confidence, which allows you to then put yourself out there more frequently and try and grow more where in the areas that before you might not have done because you didn't feel comfortable enough. Not to say you don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations, but because you see the success that you yourself have created, you now are in a place where you can put yourself in that. And it's a cycle that keeps growing. And as that grows, you grow. And it's interesting that this wasn't your intention of upping all areas of your life. I mean, I'm, who wants to want that? But it's kind of like, crap, this is working everywhere. And, and I think that's absolutely incredible. And one thing that I want to ask as well, as this relates to your career. So when you started, you said there was not a women's health where in your place of work. Can you kind of touch on that transition or if you are pursuing having that by showing value, which is really, if you break down social media and personal brand, it's do you bring value to the table that would warrant an exchange of someone following you or giving them your email address or whatever it might be. So in your place of work, that same concept, are you demonstrating value to meet that need of preventing errors that you started to notice as it relates to women's care? Yeah, and I think that is something that I have started tracking. And I did a post last week where I, on overnights, did like 60 interventions in a week, which the number of orders is significantly less. Um, a lot of that was from doing those reviews on women's health. 
I mean, there were, and it's mostly little things, but then you catch the big thing where it's like, oh, this is an untreated diagnosis that we need to take care of. And so it's not to say that anybody did anything wrong on their end. It's just that pharmacists have the opportunity to really make an impact on patient care. And so I'm showing that value. I'm tracking those things. So later on when we do have a budget for somebody extra, be like, hey, women's health needs this. Here's all the reasons why. I'm doing this on overnights, but can you imagine how much more I could do if I had dedicated time to this? Because right now I'm doing this in between orders, in between verifying things. Some nights are busy and I don't even get a chance to look at anybody until three in the morning. And, you know, what can I do more whenever I had that time. And so showing what I can do now and making those, you know, educational pieces, like things that I'm finding frequently, I'm making educational things to hopefully help with that in the future. You know, is it an education thing? Is there something we need to fix on the back end? I've been starting to, you know, put in tickets to improve our electronic medical record system for some of these things that could be done that end we're like okay something's messed up with this order set or something doesn't meet our current guidelines we need to start thinking about changing that and getting other people involved and so I never imagined that I'd be doing this for women's health after doing a pediatric residency but I absolutely love it and I am also you know able to help those moms and babies which happen to be the ones who are most likely to be awake in the middle of the night because um, you know labor doesn't stop because it's nighttime that usually is who I'm taking care of in the middle of the night anyway so it's become like this perfect perfect meeting of the brands I'm building online and my job um, in the health system that I'm at because I think it could make a huge impact and I'm already seeing that impact on patients right now. I'm having my coworkers come in and I have um, sheets that I make for all of my patients at night and I highlight all the things that are important. So they are now like, I am so much more aware of these patients and what is going on that one night I didn't get through everybody and they're like, wait a second. There's not, there's not anything in the front of the binder. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It was just crazy. And you through it. They're like, oh, well, I really like that. You know, I like knowing what's going on then. And so now I've created that accountability from my coworkers that they really enjoy coming in the morning, knowing what's going on with those patients so they can be better taken care of. And it's just been a really awesome experience to see. And that's just in a few short weeks. I've not been in that job very long. Yeah. Um, but just to see that that's already something that they really are enjoying and we're seeing better patient care because of that. That's such an exceptional point. And you were reading my mind because that's where I was going to go next. I want to ask you a question. So your lane, your personal brand is women's health. And in your job as a pharmacist, you work with not just pharmacists, but allied healthcare professions. Do you find that people in that space, whenever the topic of women's health comes up, do you find that they seek you out or refer you or say like, oh, Sierra, you got to see Sierra? Do you find that starting to happen? I have certain residents that I have called multiple times um, in the middle of the night after I see the order. And now it has become that those same residents now call me before they put in the order. So instead of taking care of stuff on the back end, which could occasionally slip through, I am human. I am one pharmacist taking care of an entire hospital. Eventually, <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, but for you know, the most part, I'm catching those things. And so I've talked to them, and now they're just calling me and saying, hey, 
Sierra, okay, I have this patient, and this is what I'm thinking about doing. Do you agree? Or they have this infection. What antibiotic do you recommend? Or we've tried this and this, and their preeclampsia is now getting better. What can we do now? What do you recommend? And so it's becoming to where more and more of those residents are calling me ahead of time. I'm also getting that in other areas of the hospital, not just in the women's health space, but definitely in the women's health space. So what you just said there, I want to tack that on to what you said whenever they were expecting the new standard you said with having that front page on the chart. And they said, oh, I really liked that. So what you're literally doing is becoming so good they can't ignore you. So not if, but when that position becomes available, what do you think is going to happen? Now, I know what you hope is going to happen, but as a third-party unbiased observer, it's pretty slam dunk clear what would likely happen if they have half a brain. Because you have demonstrated value, you're consistent, and you always show up in service, innovating problems. You saw, no one said like, Sierra fix this. You saw things slipping through the cracks. You started to see potential errors or errors that were happening, and you noticed that common denominator. So you innovated and put a new system in place to prevent issues rather than wait for you to be called to fix them. That's what I call demonstrating higher value and literally becoming the go-to expert of your expertise which is exactly a personal brand. How to become top of mind and be so good they can't ignore you. A personal brand is what people say about you, how they think about you when you're not even in the room. So when you're off or whatever, and women's health comes to mind, you're not even there, but I'm willing to bet that your name comes up. Or you probably get a call like, hey, I know you're off, but can you do this real quick? I mean, that probably happens. <laughs> Not quite happened yet. I did get a couple messages, like when I'm transitioning off and I've left notes, I'll get a message here or there. Um, but we're working on that. I've only yes. been doing, and this is the crazy thing. I already had those people saying that, and this was my third week on doing that. So in three weeks, I have gotten to the point that I had more than one pharmacist on that day come in. Look, I created a women's health binder because I'm a bit like Leslie Nope, if you've watched Parks and Rec, and I like my binders. So I created a binder that had all those patients in there and they opened the binder and it was empty um, in the front. And I had some of the papers with me. And I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't get you know, quite through them. And we were both like, oh, darn it. Well, okay, you know. And that was in three weeks time that that was an expectation. So it very quickly became something that people were wanting and expecting because it made their life easier during the day because they knew what to expect. And I would say, okay, this patient has this and this, this is the next step if, you know, you know, whatever antihypertensive, for example, isn't working, I think we should try this next. I kind of, you know, have looked in their chart and this seems like a reasonable option. And so it makes their lives easier because when they get that call, because it's probably going to happen, they have a recommendation ready to go. So it's quicker on, you know, getting it on board. They're not having to stop whatever they're doing to take care of this. They already know the answer. So I've kind of set it up to where they're ready to go so I don't get as many calls in the middle of the day while I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> um, but it's just crazy to me that that's happened in such a quick period of time because I filled a gap that was there, um, you know, they needed filled. Absolutely incredible. And, and guys, this is something that I see a lot in pharmacy. It's we chase the shiny objects. We want to be known. We want the followers and the likes because that has some weight in some instances. 
But the whole point of this plan is if you chase the shiny objects, you're going to get distracted. When you work this plan, when you do the script, your brand course, and you work the plan, the plan works because you're focusing on the foundation of a personal brand, personal brand, personal person, you, you are the foundation of your brand. And if you take that integrity seriously, it's going to literally not just get you more followers and likes and engagement. That's a side effect. That's nice. But it's going to literally level up every single area of your life. And I didn't know the answers to these questions. I was, I was hoping <laughs> that these would be what, I, what was going to happen. But I had a feeling because just, again, your consistency and seeing the engagement, seeing everything else, seeing the opportunities at work, uh, all the things that you've shared and described are just absolutely incredible. And that is what happens when you script your brand. And I like you, so you are the real deal, seriously. And I am so excited because you have this plan, you've got this rhythm and I mean, life happens, COVID throws co curveballs and all the stuff, right? But you have a system and you see that what happens when you focus on that consistently. And I'm so excited to see, you said all this happened in like three weeks time at your job. I can't wait for three months for three years. I'm just like so excited to watch your progress. And uh, I just, I just want to take a moment and acknowledge you because what you're doing is absolutely incredible. It's, it's not easy. It probably requires a lot of sacrifice planning, uh, saying, Oh crap, that wasn't the best idea. I'm not going to do that again. Think, you know, things like that, that I've done probably way, way more than you have. But I just wanted to say that I'm just so proud of the work that you're doing and you're doing it for the right reasons. You're, you're legit. And I just, and I just, I just can't say enough good things. So seriously, thank you for trusting me because I haven't told you this, but you were the first person to buy the course and you are just absolutely dominating the whole game. And it is just so freaking cool. And uh, my role as the cheerleader in the back or a coach or whatever you want to call it, uh, it. It's truly an honor. So thank you for your trust. And I'm just, I'm just so, so proud and excited to see the amazing leaps and bounds that you're going to go in the future ahead. Touch on something that you said this time, and you talked about making more of those mistakes than I did. And I think that's one of the things that really benefits from the course is you talk about, you know, the things that you did that worked well. And you also talk about the things that don't work well. And I think that that is so like one of the biggest, you know, value bringers of the course was, Oh, I was doing that, or I was thinking of doing that. I'm not going to do that now. You know, those things, even though you had to go through them, you can avoid a lot of that pain if you follow the process that you have laid out. And I think another thing that's been very helpful is, you know, that Facebook mastermind group that comes along with the course and being able to hear the things that you talked about in your course kind of reiterated again, because it's a good reminder, you know, am I looking through everything in that lens of women's health whenever I'm getting ready to post? Am I still doing those things that I learned in the course? And so all of those things, I think, added together, you know, doing the course, having the mastermind, having you to reach out to when I have questions, all of those things together has helped build the success I had. Because like I said before, I was doing this before I did the course, but I wasn't having the same amount of success. I was growing, yes, very slowly, but a lot of it was because I was making a lot of those mistakes that you talk about in the course, and I've been able to fix those, refocus, be very strong on why I'm doing this, being strong on 
my purpose and what my goal is for this. And like I said, it's just changed every aspect of my life. Some of these aspects were things that I wanted to change and wasn't able to do consistently in my life, not just for my brand, but now I'm doing that consistently. Like, for example, I wanted to work out five, at least four or five days a week, and I wasn't really doing that. Now that's just the norm. My husband's gotten used to that. He's like, okay, you're up. Now you're going to go work out and then we'll eat dinner. Okay. You know, <laughs> so like this now. And so it's become a routine, you know, taking care of the personal brand part of things, but also taking care of myself and my mental and physical health, because that was part of the reason things weren't getting done before. I wasn't taking care of those parts of my life, which has helped me now take care of my personal brand because I'm more focused. I'm, you know, I usually do my workout and then I'll go work on my brand on my off week. My off week really is like work on yeah, Instagram yeah. YouTube, but, I know. love that you put off in quotes. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, she just said off, but put it in quotes. And I love that because I'm like, what's off? Like off from one job or another, you know, but absolutely spot on. So I guess my question is a lot of people listening to this were in the spot you were, where they've been trying for months, weeks, years, and maybe they were so fed up, they stopped. And then they got re-inspired and started again. Like, oh, it's the same results. So do you have any advice from what you've done? Because you've been in the course now, I think three, four months. And obviously you guys have heard the results. I mean, I, if I scripted out what was going to happen and told you, you'd probably be like, yeah, you're full of crap. <laughs> but I mean, that's why I'm like, I need to have her tell it in her own words. Um, but yeah, what advice do you give if someone's looking to grow their brand and they've had those failures or maybe they are having a little success, but they know it could be better. Uh, what kind of suggestions would you give to someone looking to do that? I've learned very quickly, and even the past few weeks, that your growth is not a linear thing. So you're going to do stuff at first, especially for me. I did a lot of posts at first, and I was a little scared because I knew that there was a lot of people who were coming from some of my pharmacy content, and I realized that, yeah, I'm probably going to lose some people right off the bat because I'm switching my focus, and that's okay because those aren't the people I want to speak to. That is not the audience that I want to go to. Yes. So if they're gone, they're gone. And that's fine because they weren't there for the content I want to post anyway. And the other thing I have to say is you're not going to please everybody. It's just not going to happen. And I am a people pleaser. So that drove me crazy. Um, that's just how I am. And I've come to terms with the fact that if I am happy with the post, it's good. It's going to up, you know, Something you say is going to upset people, especially in the world today where everybody has an opinion and it's probably not always going to be the same as yours. So, you know, just post that thing out there that you think is important. You know, for me, I'm doing a lot of advocacy for women's health and there's a lot of touchy subjects with that, but I need to post factual information. That is why I'm doing that. And so sometimes you have to do scary things. My top performing video on YouTube I thought about not posting it about 20 to 25 times before I actually posted it. I even had it recorded and edited and had spent hours on it. And I still was like, should I post this? It's got like 6,000 views now and is my top performing video. I'm glad I did it, but it was scary because it was a little bit more controversial. But, you know, you have to be able to put yourself out there in order to get those things to go through. And that doesn't mean you need to do a bunch of controversial posts. That's not what I'm saying. But it means if you're some, it's something you're passionate about, it is in your lane, then 
you sometimes have to do the scary thing and put it out there. Um, other pieces of advice is to just do it. Not all of your posts are going to be great, especially at first. Um, but you got to put it out there because if you wait to put the perfect post out there, you're never going to post anything. <laughs> that is true. hundred percent. There's some posts that I'm like, this is not quite what I want, but it is five o'clock. And if I don't post this now, nobody's going to see it. So it's just going to go up. It is good enough, close enough. And sometimes they're the posts that perform the best for me, honestly. That's solid advice. And I agree. And <clears throat> That's something that I just still am befuddled by is I'll spend hours on a post that I think is so relevant and great and it'll get like crap engagement. And then I'll post something. Like, I'll, I'll not even post it. I'll be like, this is kind of dumb. Eh, I'll post it anyway. And it just explodes. It goes viral. I'm like, what the? Yeah. It makes no logical sense as to why. But that's why you can't get too attached. You just have to stay consistent. Make sure that what you're posting is in your lane so that you're serving the people you're looking to serve and just stick to the plan, work the plan. It doesn't mean don't change, don't pivot. You need to be relevant and have an ear to the ground of innovation so that you can not follow the trend, but set the trend based on being in touch with your audience. And that's why it's so important to know who that is. But yeah, I think that's solid advice. Anything else that you'd want to share uh, for people that are considering getting on that brand train? Number one, just go out, you know, Nike, just do it. You know, that is um, one thing that, I mean, that's kind of what I did. I didn't know what I was doing. You don't have to know exactly what you're doing. Um, I wish I would have taken Adam's course earlier, so I would have known more of what I was doing in that beginning part, because I spent a lot of time spinning my wheels. But, you know, putting yourself out there, doing some content, Try to be consistent. Um, I really think that that's the biggest thing. But um, I, I think the biggest thing I got out of this was, you know, what do I want to teach people and why do I want to teach them that? And being clear on those two things is so incredibly important. And the course talks about exactly how to do that because I had tried that before and it just didn't, I wasn't doing it the right way. I wasn't going deep enough to figure out why I was doing those things. But once I figured that out, I mean, my page just exploded and I have been blown away by the number of times I've been able to help people now, because that's the other thing I've been able to do. I get these DMs and I'm able to help people when I wasn't able to help them before. So just get out there and do it. If you're not getting follows, if you're not getting likes right away, that doesn't mean you need to change all of your content. That means you need to be patient, be consistent, and keep doing those things because eventually you will get there and you're going to get better with every single post. Um, all of my videos, I feel like I try to do, you know, when I make a YouTube video, I want to do one thing better than I did my last video. So yes. whether I'm focusing on making my thumbnail better than last time or if I'm going to do more edits to my video to make it more engaging throughout, I try to do those things or, I, you know, I tweak and change things with each post so that's totally okay but every one of those is an experiment to see do I like this type of content does my audience like this type of content is it something I can do for them so just doing those posts even if you're not you know 100% confident in it is worth it to do every single one of those I agree with everything you said spot on such a proud teacher <laughs> but in the same light I, I've learned a lot watching your process and the things that I've seen, I've just they're just so they're just reinforced because it works and it's really inspiring to see someone, and that's why I did this. 
is I've met so many people in pharmacy that are genuine, that have, you know, the best intentions, but they don't have the strategy to take their passion and make the results and impact that they're looking for. And like, I was like, if I make this course and it helps just one person, it was worth it. And it helped. So everything I, yeah, there it is. So it was worth it. And uh, I'm just, it's a privilege to see the success that you're working and, and getting and you deserve all that and more, my friend. It's just truly inspiring. So thank you for inspiring me. I appreciate everything you've done because it's just been so awesome. Like I said, I felt like I was just, you know, slowly growing, not really getting anywhere. But now I'm also more passionate about the content I'm creating because I'm back to what I actually love and what I want to do. And so I just appreciate you helping me find that passion again. It's my pleasure. And guys, when she says she gets more passionate about the content, go to her page and not just the post, but read the caption. You can feel that emotion. Like real talk, go to her page and look at the caption, read it. And you'll be like, holy crap, this woman's passionate. Like this is not a copy paste job. Like she, she's the real deal. And speaking of where can people follow you? Uh, and the other thing that you didn't tell them is in this time, you also launched your website, which is another badass milestone. So tell them where they can connect with you. Tell them about the things you've got going on coming up soon. Yeah. So uh, my website, I have some big things coming up for that this upcoming month. I'm actually over the next couple of weeks doing a little bit of a revamp on the website. Um, and they're going to be able to see some new blog posts and some things that I really do a little bit deeper dive into a few things um, that kind of, I feel like people have wanted to see, including helping you with your holiday shopping and some awesome, awesome small businesses and brands that are legit and have good quality products that I think people would really appreciate. So I wanted to make sure I would bring that to the table because it's stuff that people have asked me about. So doing some blog posts on that as, um, as well as just updating it because I'm doing a few speaking gigs coming up. So I'll be having posts on those where you can find those. Some of them are online and virtual open to everyone, their webinars. So I want you guys to be able to be able to see those. You can find me on Instagram. We've talked about that a lot and my YouTube, both of those are happy farm life as well. And new, I just started on TikTok. Oh, um, so you can also find me at Happy Farm Life on TikTok. Um, I'm doing a few more of the funnier videos there, but also the same women's health content that you guys, uh, especially those who have followed me, have really been enjoying on Instagram. So I wanted to bring that to TikTok as well. Yeah, and yo, so if y'all are on Instagram, you know that Reels has been taken off. This woman has pivoted and is creating fire content. Like, uh, I, I think I DM you like your video to yourself. And I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. But yeah, it, it is crazy because at the, when we started this, you were talking about uh, the one you made and you're like, oh, it's doing so well. It's got 6,000 views. I'm like, let me check. I'm like, oh, it's at the 6,500 now in like, what, an hour? So, <laughs> I mean. Like an hour, it was like an hour. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're just, you're doing the right, you're doing it the right way for the right reasons. And, and again, I've said this like 30 times, but. I'm so freaking proud of you and so excited for your success because you deserve every single second, every single, every single thing you, you've earned it. So I just want to acknowledge you for the hard work that you're doing both in front of and behind the scenes because it's helping a lot of people and it's bringing you really more fulfillment and passion, I think, uh, for the work that you do, not just on social media, but more importantly as a pharmacist. And that's the whole reason I created the course. 
So thank you for sharing all that you did and your journey. Guys, definitely follow her, subscribe, all the stuff. All of her links will be in the show notes below so that you can connect with Happy Farm Life and go and see how she's scripting her brand in women's health. Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, signing off with the Sierra Richard of Happy Farm Life. Go forth, be great, dispense your full potential, and script your brand. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day.